1: Psalm 10720. He sent His Word and healed them. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus.
0: Three day journey. There were ten plagues that came upon the people of Egypt as a result of their refusal to allow the people of Israel, the Hebrews, to go free. Ten plagues. You know, when we had all this snow, I was beginning to wonder if this was maybe one of the plagues. <laughs> I'm sure God had a lesson for us to learn. I'm not sure exactly what that lesson is. and Maybe we, some of us have learned it. But I sure miss the house of God, the people of God, the fellowship of the house of God. I, I'm not going to... I don't think I'm going to take it for granted as much as I used to coming together on the first uh, day of the, of the week on a Sunday. But God called His people to be free so that they could worship Him. They couldn't worship Him in bondage. And He called Moses to lead them out to be their leader. But there was a Pharaoh, a king of Egypt, who was very obstinate. He refused to allow them to go These people were slaves. They were making the Egyptians rich. It was all this free labor. And this Pharaoh had a very hard heart. Now I believe that he had a special mission. I believe he was singled out to do what he did so that these plagues could come upon the Egyptians because many of the Egyptians turned to the Lord and became part of the Hebrew nation and went out with the Hebrews when they went out. Not only did the Hebrews go out, but a number of the Egyptians were converted and went out with them into the wilderness to march toward the land of promise that flows with milk and honey. Pharaoh had a very difficult time. He resisted and resisted. Next week I'm going to talk just a little more about the hardening of his heart. It says the Lord hardened his heart. It was not that God was against Pharaoh. He wanted Pharaoh to have a hard heart. That, that's not it at all. What it was, the word of God kept coming to Pharaoh. Pharaoh kept resisting the word of God. It was the word of God coming to him and his resisting of it that hardened his heart. We can trace the hardening of his heart all the way back to the word of God coming and him resisting it. So when he resisted the word of God, the word came from God, then God hardened his heart. It's like the sun. <clears throat> the sun can shine upon the on clay and harden it. The same sun can shine upon a hard piece of ice and melt it. So here comes the word of God The same word that you and I are hearing today. The word of God. Now we're going to hear it and receive it. Or we're going to hear it. Some are going to say well you know times have changed. I don't think we have to do that today. I think that was for the Old Testament people. You know we can begin reasoning. And when you start reasoning like that. And thinking that sections are for you. And sections are not for you. And and begin to uh, rationalize. Then there comes a callous Over your heart. But if your heart is open and you're looking to the Lord and you're listening with your heart and the word of God comes to you, your heart is responsive. Your heart becomes soft. The word of God comes in. Faith is developed. A relationship of intimacy comes about with the Lord Jesus Christ. So hear the word of God and be blessed. Will you say amen? Amen. Hear the word of God and be blessed. God said he wanted the Hebrews to go a three-day journey into the wilderness. Not one, not two, but three. Now three, the number three in the Bible, is a divine number. It speaks of divinity. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. God spoke to Pharaoh through Moses, and said it must be a divine journey, something spiritual, something divine, anointed of the Holy Spirit, prophesying of the triune Godhead and the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. It must be a three-day journey into the wilderness. Now, we're going to look at the screen, and we're going to see the conversation that Moses had with Pharaoh. Pharaoh says, read it with me, go sacrifice here in the land. Moses rejoins, that would not be right. We must take a three-day journey into the desert to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God as he commands us. Now God has a plan. We are to follow his plan. Even he has a plan for worship. Even the plan for worship is the singing of hymns, the word of God, prayer, water baptism by immersion, the Lord's Supper. We are to participate in what God says. None of us are to say, that I won't do, this I will do. We are to be God's people. And Moses said, we will go into the wilderness, even though it goes against the the, the Egyptians, even though Pharaoh objects, It is a command of God, and I will do it. Listen, nothing's going to happen to you or hurt you when you obey God's command. Can you say amen? Amen. Obey God, you'll be safe. But you start putting reasoning to it. Doubt will come in. You will draw back, and you will miss obeying the command of God. So let's obey God. And in obeying God, God will be honored. Your life will be blessed. The Lord's name will be praised. Bless him forevermore. So Pharaoh says, go sacrifice in the land. Stay here in Egypt, the land of slavery, the land of bondage, the land that has made you miserable. You've had taskmasters. Just stay here and and worship the Lord stay in bondage and worship god stay in misery and worship god it's like saying to somebody you don't have to really be born again you don't have to get all that excited about church you don't have to go overboard with this religion go ahead and you can go to church but you know you indulge in alcohol once in a while and you know that's okay and You know, just stay in the land. Don't change your lifestyle at all. Just stay where you are. Live like you've been living. uh, Have the same troubles you've been having. uh, Just stay in the land. Moses said, that wouldn't be right. I can't live a sinful life and still worship God. I must repent. I must turn from my wicked way. I must give my heart to the Lord. Now, the word repent is very seldom used anymore, even in churches. Turning away. People don't feel they have to turn away from anything. I'm an American. I'm civilized. I'm cultured. I'm educated. I'm a nice person. I'm a good neighbor. I take care of my family. Why not go to church once in a while? There's nothing to repent of. And yet our hearts are not right with God. And this is what Pharaoh was saying to the Egyptians. Just be the kind of person you are. Stay where you are. You're okay where you are. Worship God in the land. Pharaoh said, that's not right. You can't do it that way. We must take a three-day journey into the desert to offer sacrifices, or meaning to worship our Lord as he commands us now the scripture says the the jews were talking to jesus on one occasion and uh, jesus said the son of man must be crucified must die be buried the third day raise again be raised again he must go into the earth and be dead for how many days days. say it again there's that number three again Jesus goes to the cross, takes our sins in his body on the tree, his broken body, his shed blood, our sins, the very sins that we are to repent and turn away from, he takes them. He takes them. And when we confess to him, those sins leave us and go to the cross, even though the cross is behind us now. And then Jesus goes into the grave. He said on one occasion, destroy this temple and in three days, I'll raise it up again. On one occasion, when he said that, he repeatedly kept telling the people, three days, three days, three days. Peter said, oh no Lord, that's not going to happen to you. Jesus turned and rebuked him. It has to be like God says. And I have to obey. And when I do, I'm a free man. In that moment, God's people has been set free. Let my people go. But my people or God's people sometimes will not allow themselves to go. They will pick a service apart and analyze it and 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 to the extent that there is no joy, there's no divinity, there's no faith, there's no sensation of God's nearness. Friend, let's be children. Let's say, what does God say? I'm going to do it. I'm not going to analyze it to death. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to obey. And I'm going to receive the blessing of the Lord.
1: Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message following this important invitation. The Church of Friendship and Joy, where Christ is honored and people are loved. This is what you will discover at the Largo Community Church, located in South Bowie, right off of Central Avenue. But just don't take my word for it. Listen to what others are saying about the church.
0: I'm Herman Hines. I came to Logger Community Church about 30 years ago. And uh, it's really blessed me and my family. We raised our kids here. And we are involved, both my wife and I, in uh, Sunday schools. I teach adult Sunday school and CTC youth. And has uh, just been a blessing. And it's a non denominational church. We've got 13 nations represented here people from all over the world. It uh, kind of reminds me of uh, what heaven should look like.
1: So if you're looking for a wonderful church where people are loved and the Word of God is preached, this is the church for you. We love it here. The church is located at 1701 Enterprise Road in Mitchellville, Maryland. For more information, visit our website at largocc.org. Now, let's rejoin Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message.
0: All right, we're going to go to Exodus chapter 8. Look at what Pharaoh said. A plague came. We look at Pharaoh, and it now appears as though his heart is going to start becoming soft. This is what he says. He's going to compromise. Come on, read it. I will let you go, but you must not go very far. Oh, my. (laughs) Moses is firm that Israel must take a three-day journey. I'll go, but you can't go very far. In other words, the, the world will say, go ahead and go to church, but don't get too wrapped up in it. You don't have to go every Sunday. You don't have to do all those things. You don't have to become fanatical about it. Uh, uh, just, just go, but just don't go very far into it. Don't get too deep into spiritual things. Enjoy it. Go to the socials. (laughs) Have some fun. Meet some new people. But, But this idea of getting too far, too deep. You know, there's a scripture in the Old Testament that says that God was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And God said to Lot and his wife, don't look back. Didn't he say that? She she had to look back, didn't she? She just had to look back. Why did she have to look back? There's an allurement from the world. There are some things, yes, yes, there are some things that when you give your heart to the Lord and start serving God, some things and some friends you may miss. But you can have Jesus and the world at the same time. You just can't have both. You can't be... In the world, but you, can't, but you must not be of the world. And so Lot's wife looked back. There was her home. There was her family. Back there was where her heart really was. And she received the judgment of God and turned into a pillar of salt. One little boy said, yeah, my mom looked back while she was driving down the road and she turned into a telephone pole. <laughs> so, <laughs> you you, you don't, don't look back. <laughs> the Apostle Peter, the night Jesus was arrested, he was out in the courtyard, beyond the courtyard, warming himself by the fires of those who were consenting to the death of Jesus He was warming to himself. He he was at the wrong place with the wrong people. Did you hear that? Oh, let that one sink in deep. (laughs) The wrong place with the wrong people. I told you a week ago. Well, no, a week ago, been a couple of weeks ago. Some of you haven't been here for a while. And I haven't been here for a while either because of the the weather. But this friend of mine... uh, business associate was telling me that how he gave his heart to the Lord and how he saved, but he still hobnobs around with his friends and goes to places that he used to go with. And uh, his wife doesn't like him doing that because uh, she just doesn't, doesn't care for the people he's associating with. And, and uh, she got saved and she made a clean sweep. She came all the way. He, he purposely uh, got saved also, but he keeps going back He keeps hobnobbing with the people. They're they're still going to the the bars and the the other places. And he tells me, he said, I'm trying to explain to my wife, I'm there to witness to them. (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) He just doesn't get it. Like a whole lot of other Christians. They wonder why they don't have the joy and the happiness and the peace that is promised. Pastor, you keep telling about the peace and the joy and the happiness. Friend, if you keep one foot in the world and one foot in the church, the pastor can continue and the Bible can continue to talk about the peace, joy, and happiness. But you can't get it when you are walking the fence and you're a halfway, half-baked Christian. It just doesn't work that way. It has to be... 100%. When Jesus went to the cross, he didn't get halfway crucified. He didn't halfway die. He went all the way and gave himself completely to the will of God for your salvation and for my salvation. I must give him my heart. And when I give him my heart, I give him all that I have. And so there's Peter out there with the wrong crowd, the wrong time, wrong place. And He's the one that I'll never forsake you. I'll walk with you. Though all forsake you, I'll never forsake you. Talk, 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 wind, wind, wind. Nothing, nothing, nothing. He's going to take his sword. He's going to fight for the Lord. And all it took was just a little maiden girl saying, I think you're a Galilean. I think you're one of the followers. Oh, not me, not me. Watch him bow down and capitulate so quickly. He denies the Lord in that condition. Friend, you get with the wrong crowd, you don't convert them, they convert you right back again. And this is exactly what Pharaoh was saying. Go ahead, but don't go too far. This is what Pharaoh was saying. Don't go too far, because I know if you're still close enough, I can still get a hold of you and and get you wandering back this way again. So now he's talking. We think he's beginning to vacillate just a little bit. All right, now read the answer that Moses gave to him. We will go with our young and old, with our sons and our daughters, with our flocks and our herds, because we are to celebrate a festival to the Lord. You see, Pharaoh just did not understand household redemption. He didn't understand that. This is what we're doing here on the 27th and the 28th. We're talking about household religion. Household redemption. Joshua said, as for me and my house. Now there's a man of God. We will serve the Lord. I've heard men, I've heard women, at least I think I have, they'll say something like this. Well, I can't speak for my wife. I I can't speak for my husband. I, I can't speak for my children. Friend, Joshua knew that his wife was a, Child of God. He knew that woman. There there was a a plumber that came to my house just a few days ago. Oh, we got a leak. You know, the, 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 the pipe broke and it was leaking. And he was telling me that how he had given his heart to the Lord. And then he speaks not only for himself but for his wife. He said to me, he said, my wife... Is is really a Christian lady. She is the one that has lived this life. And he, he began to talk about his wife. He could speak for her. He could tell me she's gonna live the life. She's gonna obey the Lord. She's gonna do God's will. He he knew that woman. He knew that her heart belonged to Jesus. He could speak for her. Now, this is exactly what Joshua was saying. He could speak for his wife, he could speak for his children. He said, My house serves the Lord. My wife serves the Lord. I serve the Lord. My children serve the Lord. And when Paul the Apostle was baptizing the Philippian jailer, Paul said to him, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. And what else? And thy house. house. Friend, this is household religion. This is household redemption. And this is what Moses said. Hey, we're going to go. We're going to go all the way. Not... We're going to go with our young, with our old, with our sons, with our daughters. We're going to go all the way. You see, my wife and I are one flesh. It's going to be, and I, I pray for the people who are in a divided household with one spouse a Christian and the other spouse not a Christian. That has to be a difficult time. It's just like half of you is missing. missing. And this is what Moses was saying. For me to go into the wilderness and to take the men with us, well, half of us would be missing. Because when God made Adam, He he took Adam's own flesh, and a part of Adam became Eve. She's a part of me, I'm a part of her. We're, We're one together. I can't go without her i can 't go and leave her, and the same with my children, they have my genes, our children are the result of the love that my wife and I have between one another. Pharaoh, you just don 't get it, do you? This is household religion it 's not for me to, to to go to church and, and then say well i 'm going to just let my children do what they want to do. Well, some people not maybe not be saying that, but they 're doing that a, a lot are are doing that, but we 're going to claim our home and every member in our house for the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, say amen. 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 All for Jesus, all for Jesus. We're giving all to Jesus Christ. All right, let's go to the very next one. We're going to go to another one. Exodus 10, 24. Pharaoh says, only leave your flocks and herds behind. Not a hoof, say it, read it. Not a hoof is to be left behind. Not a hoof. Now you talk about a man that had made up his mind. A man who knew the command of God. Moses knew. And most of us also know. And it's time that we turn to God with all of our heart and stop pretending that we don't know and stop trying to rationalize what we do know. Now when he said not a hoof shall be left behind, what he was saying was even my possessions belong to the Lord. My possessions have also taken a three-day journey. My wife has taken a three-day journey. My children have taken a three-day journey. Now, you talk about my possessions, they belong to the Lord. We need to stop giving God pieces of ourselves and pieces of our life and come to the Lord and say, Lord, you didn't give me just a piece of heaven. You gave me heaven when you gave me Jesus. You gave me redemption, a full and complete salvation. This is not partial redemption. This is being born again, the old being gone, the new coming. Friend, it's time to take the three-day journey. We come to the Lord and we say, All that I have, all that I am, all that I shall ever be belongs to thee. It's yours. Everything belongs to you. Even my possessions are now sanctified by the Lord. I have been redeemed and my family redeemed, my household redeemed. I have been redeemed. I have passed from death unto life. I have passed from darkness to light. I have passed from uh, sin and slavery to salvation and redemption. I'm the Lord's. I belong to God. Friend, do you belong? Do you know who you belong to? give him your heart even as he has given you his heart to you
1: we hope that today's message has been a blessing and has strengthened your faith in god but before we go here's pastor jack morris with some concluding thoughts
0: hello friend i'm pastor jack morris thanking you for partnering with me in reaching those who are hurting emotionally mentally physically with the healing word your prayers and financial help are greatly needed Please help me reach the lost with the message of God's saving grace and those who are suffering emotionally, mentally, and physically. Go to the Largo Community Church website, largocc.org, that's L-A-R-G-O-C-C.org, and click on The Healing Word. Thank you for your prayers and financial gifts that make The Healing Word outreach possible. I'm Pastor Jack Morris.
1: Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.